Good morning, my kings and queens, princesses and prince. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let us open up our Bibles, click up, click down, click left, right, or download with your media devices. The Gospel according to Luke chapter 17, verses 1 through 4. Luke chapter 17, verses 1 through 4. I'm going to be reading from the English the English Standard Version. And he said to his disciples, Temptations to sins are sure to come, but woe to the one through whom they come. It would be better for him if a milestone were hung around his neck and he were cast into the sea than that he should cause one of these little ones to sin. Pay attention to yourselves. If your brother's sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, if, if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in the day and turns to you seven times saying, I repent. You must forgive him. You must forgive him. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his holy word. Let us go to God in prayer. I thank you, O God, my Savior, that you faithfully answer all of our prayers in such an awesome way. My creator, you formed us, the mountains, with your power. And we trust you to care for these worries and work cares that are stealing our peace. You quieted, you quieted the raging oceans. And now we ask you to quiet our mind. We pray in the name of Jesus, the bread of life. Amen. If I had to give this a title, it's going to be called Take or Accept. No prisoners. Take or accept no prisoners. Troubled minds brings worry and a restless spirit. Let me repeat that. Troubled mind brings worry and it brings a restless spirit. On the focus scripture that we had earlier, causing others to stumble Introducing another human to sin. That is something I would not want to live with or die with. I am heir and you are heirs to much sinfulness and can sometimes fail to shed that inheritance. Lord, you will forgive all of us if we are sorry, even if it happens again and again. Remember the guy named Louis McNeese? I am not yet born. Forgive me for the sins that in me the world shall commit. My words when they speak to me. My thoughts when they think me of me. My treason endangered by traitors beyond me. My life when they murder by means of my hands. 
my death when they live within me. See, guys, sin is awful and will always be forgiven if we say sorry. That's the message of the harsh statement about scandal and leading others astray. Religious people, and we're talking about the religious Christians, put so many burdens on people in Jesus' day that people could stumble over religion everywhere. Religion is meant to be expansive and widen the heart of love within us. If we sin in any way, God will forgive. The faith that is strong enough to move us in love through love is born in forgiveness. Sometimes prayer is a space to just relax into the mystery of the forgiveness of God. What we must also understand the human mind is a problem-solving machine. It can come up with creative solutions for the most complex problems, helping us to survive and thrive while bringing us useful interventions like the light bulbs, cars, and modern medicine. Unfortunately, despite its many advances, it also has a cost. Our minds are so effective at spotting and solving problems that they never seem to be able to stop turning the problem-solving machine into a problem itself. You might recognize this in yourself. We all do. For instance, you might um, lie awake at night recalling a painful memory just out of nowhere, reliving it again and again, hoping to extract an important lesson. Or you might get into imaginary arguments with yourself, wondering what some person might say and trying to find powerful counter-arguments for each point made. In each case, you can get lost in your own head, fantasizing about a painful scenario while calling forth hurtful emotions like sadness, fear, anger, or shame. These are your prisoners. Sadness, fear, anger, and shame. And if this wasn't enough, you also lose sight of what is happening right in front of you. That is another prison. You lose in sight, making you miss out on opportunities. That's another prisoner unfolding in the present moment. And that is a prison. The impulse to get pulled into your own heads comes with a desire to avoid suffering, as well as from a deep desire for orientation. Simply said, we want to know where we are in life. We all want this. And unfortunately, our minds often try to answer this question more by ruminating about the past or worrying about the future. All of these are um, um, issues that are prisoners about the future than by observing what is actually here now. 
Let me say that again. And unfortunately, our minds often try to answer this question more by ruminating about the past or worrying about the future. Those are all prisoners, my friends, than by observing, just simply observing what is actually going on. That's a sure pathway to getting stuck in your head. And when you get stuck in your head, that is another prison. If we want to stop making things difficult for ourselves, we must learn to get out of our heads and reconnect with the present moment, connect with God. We need to reclaim and train our attention. The only way we can really do this is to get close to God, turn to Him. Training our attention is like learning how to use a high-tech flashlight. We can broaden the beam to highlight a wide area, or we can narrow it to a concentrated beam, depending on the demands of the situation. Similarly, we want to train the range of our awareness, as well as our ability to focus in on chosen direction. I know that the only way to deal with the real headspace that's really going on, that is closing off the armies that are trying to overtake us. Well, let's first look at Colossians chapter 3, verse 2. It says, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity. Because your days are evil. In other words, when you are given um, a leave way to just to work at things without someone standing over you and micromanaging you, that's an opportunity to show your strength instead of taking that opportunity and using it against yourself. You're putting yourself in your own prison. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 15 and 16 tells us, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind. Just like a child loves their parent, they want to do everything that parent tells them to do. They want to be obedient. They want to make sure they cross every T and dot every I. We need to be the same. Remember this for solid wisdom. In Matthew chapter 22, verse 37, it tells us, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, as I said before. You've got to turn to him, put everything into God, and then you'll be able to understand what's really going on and the prisoners that are trying to take, take you captive. And one last thing, do you feel like a victim to your spiraling thoughts? Do you often fall prey to toxic thinking patterns like victimhood, um, anxiety, and distraction? Those are all prisoners or prisons that we need to take hold of. The enemy of our soul is determined to make us feel helpless, that's a prison, overwhelmed, that's a prison, and incapable of making a, dis a difference for God's kingdom. That's another prison. 
It doesn't have to be that way. So get out of your head and into God's promises. Today, as we rise, get out of your head and into God's promises. Stop looking at the world and look at the Lord and remember what he says. Despite of all, in spite of all that's in front of you, in spite of all that you're thinking, just say, I rebuke in the name of Jesus. Get out of my head, Satan, in the name of Jesus and turn to the Lord. Turn to his promises. God wants us to transform our emotions. He wants to transform our outlook and even our circumstances by first taking control of our thoughts. Remember, I told you last week, once it hits the spirit, it gets into your mind. And once it gets to your mind, it gets into your brain. Once it gets to your brain, it goes into all of your body systems. And they never, ever forget the rest of your life. And the only way you can really deal with that is to go to the Lord. Because spirit to spirit has to deal with this. Our enemy is determined to get into our heads to make us feel helpless, overwhelmed, and incapable of making a difference for the kingdom of God. But when we submit our minds, when we submit our minds, when we submit our minds to Christ, the promises of goodness of God flows our lives in remarkable ways. Freedom comes when we refuse to be victims to our thoughts and we realize we have already been equipped with the power from God to fight and win the war of our mind. So in other words, I'm telling you, when you go with God, you take no prisoners. Are your thoughts holding your captive today? Remember, freedom comes when we refuse to be victims, refuse to be a victim to your thoughts. And realize that you have already been equipped with the power from God to fight and win the war in your mind. The enemy is determined to get in your head to make you feel helpless. Tyrone is determined to get in your head to make you feel helpless. Susan is determined to get in your head to make you feel helpless. To make you feel overwhelmed and incapable of making a difference. For the kingdom of God. But when you submit your mind to Christ. That is when you turn to Christ. The promises and the goodness of God. Flow our lives in remarkable ways. When you submit. Not submit to the building. We're talking about submitting to God. The triune God. That means get your butt in the Bible. Download. Um, upload, click left, click right, click down, click up, submit to Christ. The promises and goodness of God will flow through our lives in remarkable ways. And it starts in the head. And from there, the possibilities are endless. Stop looking at the world. The world is finite. God is infinite. God has stuff ready for you through the promises that he has for you. More better than you can even imagine. 
We really are built to fight the greatest battles of our generation, and that is in our mind. Forgive what you can't forgive. When you say you can't forgive, you need to look at that again because the only person you're hurting is yourself and you are putting yourself in a prison, not the other person in a prison, but you're locking up your own self. So get rid of uninvited guests in your life, even when you don't feel accepted, you don't feel loved, and you don't feel wanted. Those are all prisons. Stop letting old, raggedy, smelly, dirty drawers and smelly feet run through your mind trying to take you down instead of elevating you and celebrating you. Get away from anything and everyone who doesn't, who just tolerates you, sort of. You need to be celebrated and, um, and loved and elevated. Everyone wants to be elevated. It's a different mind space when you're elevated. When not just elevated, but you're celebrated. That you matter. No one wants to be the afterthought. You want to be included in the thought, not the afterthought. So let us rise today to let the triune God take over our thoughts. That holds us captive. And they will come. That's why we have put on the armor of God. Because those thoughts are going to come. We are all, we are good enough. Because God said so. Anyone. Everyone has a battlefield of the mind. Going on. They just aren't. They just are sure in God's plans. And purposes. And many Take flight in the altitude, resting on the word, believing the word, and speaking to it, speaking to the word, and letting the Lord fight the battles of the mind. And that's what you have to do today. Rise today, everyone that's listening. Believe the word, speak the word, and let the Lord fight the battles of the mind. God does not, God does love us and has worked it out, out over 2,000 years ago. We are going to stop here with this message. And by the grace of God, we will be back to this subject. Let us close in prayer for our mind. We will be praying for protection of the mind. God, my fortress, there is a war in my mind right now. Your word tells me to surrender everything to you in prayer, and then you will give me your peace. This precious promise is why I cry out to you right now. Our mind is a battleground right now, and we all need your protection. Guard our heart, guard our mind through Christ Jesus, and make our mind your stronghold. Lead us all out of the battle into your safety arm. And let's pray for peace of mind. Lord, my peace, Bringer, my mind is far away from peaceful and is in great turmoil. And if controlled by someone else, I know that I need to be teetered to you for my flesh 
not to have control. Please help me engage with your word and keep my mind fixed on you. I need the promises that you give perfect peace that you say you give, and I believe that. Please take control of my mind and bring your peace to me. And let's look at prayer for a calm mind. God of all comfort, I am seeking tranquility for my mind as I pray and I meditate unto you. My mind often drifts to my to-do list and needs. I pause now for my day. I breathe out a deep sigh from within my soul and ask, will you please quiet my storm or storms? Help me to remember all of your goodness to me. Deliver me from anxiety and the battle that rages for control of the mind. And let's pray for the guarded mind. O Jehovah, my God, I know that as long as I live here, I will battle my sinful nature. Recently, that battle is in my mind. I am begging you for you to quiet all voices except yours. Let your voice be as clear as the birds singing at dawn. Place a wall around me and fight for my wind, my mind. And as I seek to follow after you, I surrender my all to you. And let's pray for a pure mind. Heavenly Father, my mind is exposed daily to things that are not holy or pure. So I know I need more of you, God. It is also hard to focus on the good when my mind is replaying all of the bad things I have done. There is a constant barrage from within and without, and I need your help. Please guide me to scriptures, guide me to places, and guide me to people that can help cultivate the mind of Christ within me. And let's pray for a fixed mind. God of miracles, in my spirit, I know I need more of you in my life. Please help me to understand who you are and to experience your transforming power. My thoughts tend toward those that are centered on ungodly things. I want to fix my mind on you and your love, knowing that this will surely bring peace. I pray you would lead and guide me so I may know you deeper. And let's pray for the surrendered mind. O oh God of loving devotion, the, the knowledge of your salvation and love for me is a helmet for my mind. My mind should focus on these things instead of the choices and decisions of the past. However, it is the negative thoughts that reign supreme and play over and over in my mind. I am praying, Lord Jesus, that you would take your rightful place of authority and reign supreme over my mind. And let us close with the following scripture coming from the book of James, chapter 3, verse 13. Therefore, anyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice 
is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. So today, let's go out and build our house and build our life on the rock. And that rock is Jesus Christ. Have a blessed and beautiful day. Love yourself. Love others. Forgive yourself. Forgive others. And remember, take no prisoners. Selah.